Joey Salvia here at 888-505-6743. I was going through the messages on our Opie Radio rant line and came across this one. It was a call made during the horrific campfires in California last week. Joey, what you're doing with the show is awesome. Opie, this is freaking great. I, I love it. I have to say I'm calling because Carl really stepped up. I'm just some dude in Northern California that tweeted at Carl regarding the campfire. And he, without any hesitation, just tweeted it out to, you know, all his followers and and everybody that hopefully could do something. Long story short, there's a giant fire going on right now in Paradise and Chico in Northern California. And I tweeted to Guy just randomly because I know that he helps out and all that stuff. But then I tweeted Carl too. And thank you, Carl, for retweeting me. I just hope that the information gets out and that people can help out with these fires. I mean, that campfire, it's 45 miles from where I'm at, so I'm not affected by it. But I have a lot of friends and coworkers that are, and I, I just hope that the word gets out and, and people get helped out. And thank you. Thank you for everything you guys have done. Opie, again, podcast is awesome. You know, Mike and Robert are great, and Carl is good, too, and I already talked about Joey. But I just uh, thank you, Carl, for retweeting what I sent out. I think it's going to help a lot of people, and that's all I wanted to say. I love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. Scott L. from Northern California. Well, thank you, Scott, for the support and the call reminding us just how great a guy Chef Carl is. We know that. We hope your friends and family are safe. Please give us an update at Opie Radio on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. and uh, Or even call us back with an update. Stay well and thanks again, buddy. That was a great call. And now would be an appropriate time for me to do a PSA for this awful situation. Well, even a president tweeted about it, so the word is out. AT&T and the American Red Cross are partnering to help. You can choose to donate to California wildfires or other causes at or by texting CA Wildfires to 90999. CA Wildfires, all caps, to 90999. And the Salvation Army is also taking financial donations. You can give them a call and donate at 1 800 SAL Army. Sal Army. 1 800 725 2769. All right, so the ball's in your court. It just so happens that this episode will be hosted by Carl, along with his pal and beer expert, Ben Perry. We'll get a few shout-outs and calls in at the end as well, and uh, while Greg is hanging with Woody and Buzz and his family and hearing it's a small world after all in 700 languages, let's do a little Ruizen with the Cuban. Opie Radio. Ooh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> do like uh, Ruizen or something. What's Ruizen? It's Ruizen. Oh, Oh, now you're finally going to tell me how, how, how to pronounce your last name. Because well, bruising sounds fucking dirty. <laughs> God, it does. He's always there to make you laugh. Or take a boot porn photograph. Just reading his shirts and hats will make life better. I'm like exotic. I'm like a fat <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> He's a chef who plays to win. In fact, the knife was named. Just watch him as he works. He's a real go getter. Hit it, Joey. You could tell by his Instagram that he doesn't give a damn. He don't need no reason to go ruizing. He goes ruizing all night long. The Cuban does what he wants. Wrap it up. Doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he don't need no reason to go ruizing. He goes ruizing all night long. It's Opie Radio. One, two, three. Ladies and gentlemen, Opie Podcast. Carl drinks beers that he hates. <laughs> <laughs>
So yes. I'm in California on vacation. Everybody knows. And uh, they just poured a beer that looks distinctively like pee. <laughs> and this is one of the beers that I find unbelievably offensive. It's in a, it looks like a Puerto Rican wrapped his Corolla. So it's like matte black with yellow. And it says mango punch. So mango punch was my uncle. They used to give sneaky punches to his wife while we were dancing salsa. (laughs) Hey, yo, mango, give that punch. Because she was a a cheater. He looked looked a lot like this guy right here on the wall. That's mango punch right there. That's mango punch. This is a picture of a bunch of people sitting around an endlessly dry rotisserie. (laughs) But um, so this is mango punch, a.k.a. my uncle. Sneaky punching my wife, my his his wife, while he did sneaky bumps in the bathroom. But um, so this is good in California. Go ahead, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Oh my goodness! Well, that intro. So we got Ben Perry. Yes. Say hello. Hello, hello. That's me, Jerry. Hello, hello, Jerry. Say hello. Yeah. Back here again, Obi Podcast. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Incredible, right? Yeah, third time's a charm, I guess, right? We'll third get this, time's a charm. We'll get this right. And then we got my boy Brad. Yeah, first time on the show now. First time on the... I tried op- to backdoor him on the other ones. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're going to record that tomorrow. I tried to backdoor a lot of people, and then I realized I couldn't be a Catholic priest, but the... the um, Overqualified, I think <laughs> Overqualified. <laughs> and we got my boy Brad, who is an amazing restaurateur. Kin Smoke, um, one of my favorite barbecue places in in uh, California, where I come to eat when I'm done yelping, <laughs> and <laughs> I want to eat good food. And uh, the kid cares; he gives a fuck, and he owns a bunch of restaurants up here and bars and stuff. And he's quietly successful, which is one of my favorite type of people. Just quietly successful. He's doing um, it. That's for sure. He's doing it, man. Good for him. Uh, say hello, Brad. Hello, Brad. It's my first time. I'm excited. I, you guys, you got to be gentle with me, you veterans. You, I'm. Uh, so we're yeah, gonna we're gonna we're gonna review a beer, um, Carl and, hates. or, or a, a line of beers that I hate. And you guys are gonna try to convince me why I should. I think hate you it. might like the second two, to be perfectly honest. The second two are, are the second yeah. two are, are pretty. Okay, legit. so this is called Barrel Brothers. Yeah, Barrel Brothers is a uh, very small nano brewery here in uh, Windsor, California. I wonder why. Because they just started. They well, just they've, started. Only, they've only been around, around for about three years. So I'm bashing a mom and pop is what you're telling me. Yes. Yeah. You're doing the exact thing we talked about on uh, episode uh, of the 81 podcast, of the Esports Conspiracy Podcast. Yeah. This hurts. Maybe um, maybe I should dial it back. All right. Well, let's no, talk about it for a second, Ben. What is, so this is a kettle sour. Just right. give the Reader's Digest version of what a so kettle sour what is. So what the fuck is a kettle sour? <laughs> Essentially, a kettle sour is... Uh, I think that's vodka and lemonade. Is what yeah. that, is. <laughs> that was uh, my mother when she used to give backward kisses to my uncle. <laughs> kettle sours? <laughs> All right, let me stop. You know what that means? <laughs> it's, it's like funny, a search of Soleil. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck, man. She had two necks. We were inbred. <laughs> Right. <laughs> like a Led Zeppelin guitar, just two decks, everything playing on both sides. Maybe squeeze my love until the juice runs down my leg. <laughs> now we're cooking. Oh, this is... oh, man. We are firing all two cylinders. <laughs> oh, man. We're a Briggs and Stratton minibike and crushing it in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Let me try it. Hold on. Oh, uh, yeah, Hold on. please. Mango punch. Kettle sour. So real quick, Ben, kettle sour. What, what, now that it's we've established what, all yeah. the other things that it is, what is this kettle sour? This ke- kettle sour is essentially... There's uh, no carbonation in this. Yeah, it's very low. It's um, low as in zero. So it, 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 basically it's a, it's a quick souring, right? So okay. this is what you're going to find like a, in a Goza, uh, Berliner Weiss, things like that. That It's basically... What's a bl- what, what, what? Style, different styles of beers, right? So the, the Goza... But tell me what a, what a Goza is. Well, it goes essentially as a beer brewed with salt water. Uh, it's going to have a sour. It's going to have a tart aspect, but the salt where they, water. Where do they come from? Southern Germany. So, yeah. Southern Germany. Stop Thank acting you. smarter than the people listen. What is so, a goza? It's a, br- it it's a beer, like a, it it's a beer like from a, Southern Germany that's brewed with salt like water. It sounds like a dumpling that I fucking send back to the manager. Yeah. 
Tennessee. Yeah, because they fried him instead of pan-seared <laughs> exactly. him. Fucking guy, dude. <laughs> Every time. Every time, these guys. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Diego? Fucking step out of it, <laughs> Diego. So, so, what do you mean, salt water? Uh, so instead of using traditional, uh, you know, balanced water or softened water for a brew, right? right you would then this, at this point, you would the beer would be made with salt water. So you're going to get some of that brininess, that dryness uh, over your palate, and you get that. In the in the flavor and the finish of the beer, and seawater has that like really viscous, like sort of like thickness to it, and right. it, that translate it comes through in the beer style. Right, um, it does, and it actually makes it a great beer for pairing with food because of that viscosity. Right, that's that that brine factor. And this is, this is one of them. <laughs> so this is something similar in terms of the sour style. So what does this pair with, like uh, auto parts? <laughs> Um, I don't get mango. Uh, you get because there's so much citrus in this. The mango uh, really comes through in the end. Like in this, this is something that Opie would love. FYI, he would oh, love we, this beer. Opie would love this beer because Kay. because <laughs> it's not good at anything. <laughs> it does. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the CO2 level. The CO2 level is, is not there, and it kind of reminds me. Do you remember when when uh, well, at least when I was a young man and I was poor. I go to the bar and I you inevitably pick up someone else's drink to drink it. Monday, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this tastes like a drink that was been sitting on the bar for a little bit, and I just scooped it up like someone's, you know, shitty margarita. Uh, I'm not saying that the, just because of the the beer itself. It's just the CO2 volume is there. It's so it's just, something that didn't belong to you, right? You scooped and I, it I up. stole it. Just uh, to so get this drunk. is called Marie and the outstanding. Standing, I'm standing right now. I'm standing up. That's right how you hit the green now. monster, everybody. All right, wrap so it this up, is, Joey. Wrap so it this, up, Joey. That's so it. this is this is the beer that you have that momentary celebration of. Oh, good. There's no ashes in this. Nobody <laughs> yeah. put their cigarette out in this beer. I'm like, oh my god, I'm not drinking an ashtray. Okay, yeah. my wedding. Yeah, this this beer definitely needs a little bit more of the carbonation. The mango gets lost in the souring process. There is some citrus in it. I think the fact that there's no carbonation means there's not a t- there's not a big nose in this beer either. No, there's not. There's not much. If we went through, uh, so we do the the AATMF for us, right? That's a, a, a appearance, aroma, taste, mouthfeel. If finish. I were to sneeze into this glass, it'd be worth about two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Not they call me the Brooklyn magician. <laughs> it's amazing. I'm a sorcerer. I make things cost money. The the um, you know what's funny though? Actual the actual beer itself, without this bullshit, you know, branding that they had, it's not bad. I burp. I, the the burp is better than, than the, the beer. taste. You've said that on this show. The truth is in the burp. The truth is in the burp, right? So, I'm burping this beer right now. It's fantastic. Yeah the 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 mango to Ben's point earlier. Hundred of these. Yeah, the, the the mango in the end there it is it is subtle and it, it it it's in the end right it's like I get the rind at the end which is weird yeah it's like it's like when uh, you ever eat the pith of a mango that's what it tastes like yeah like if you're a real Caribbean person like this will make sense it'll taste like mango but to the average person no because everyone wants that that slice of mango that you buy at super you know, Whole super Foods. sweet covered in sugar right. yeah yeah exactly. You know? Yeah, this so the mango doesn't really make a strong connection here, but the the low CO two volume uh, in the beer, so the, like a Goza style beer, uh, that's very. And it's also most German style beers are low in CO two. They knew what they were doing as far as not feel not being you know be able to drink a lot of beer over a short, or a short amount of time. So Wait, they knew whoa, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. You just had a stroke, you fat fuck. <laughs> What'd you say? I said the CO two. So the carbonation in the beer, uh, German beers traditionally have less CO2 volume or CO2 carbonation in the beer because they understood that you were drinking many of them. They were they were low alk beers or low alcohol beers, and they basically wanted you to be able to drink these. Most of their beers so were celebratory. Tell, so you're beers. telling me Germans built performance into into their beers, even into the beers. So you're telling me Germans built the M3 of Carbonization into beers. So they're like, all right, guys, you guys are going to race. 
So you're going to have to have this many beers? Well, they just knew that because all their beer was celebratory reasons, right? For one reason Celebrate for what? Like Celebrating for so weather. Oh, we just was. built the largest oven in the history of the world. Like <laughs> <laughs> That. But it was more of like, you know, between, uh, you know, new kings, new queens, weddings, uh, celebratory moments. No more Poland. Yes, that. that. <laughs> Poland's gone. Yeah. Poland now Poland is called. We're going to find out just how serious Carl was about, well, if I never do another minute of podcasting again, I'm going to be okay in the kitchen. You know what? Fuck you guys. Keep it. (laughs) (laughs) Test me. Test me. Don't touch me because I'm electric. And if you touch me, you're going to get shot, shot, shot. All right, let's go. So... In closing, this one. Do we think that this carb that the carbonation level is low because it's a it's the style, or do we think the carbonation level is low because of the can? Do we think the Stole. can. It's the style. It's style. It's all stylistic. It's you know this is this is essentially. I mean, they're they're saying it's a kettle sour, but this is this to me speaks more of a goza. Um, it's you've got you know there's not the brininess, but you definitely have the viscosity and the liquid. Um, I think it's good. I think you you know you drink a lot of these. I I could. Easily, and it's something that because I mean, there's no there's some carburation. It's like it's, yeah, it's like, only four percent. Uh, so it's like when you go to a fast food place now, then they, they have Hawaiian punch, right? You drink twice as much Hawaiian punch. It doesn't mean it's better. It just means that the carbonation just uh, speeds you up. Right? Not gonna bloat you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I would love this beer if it, if it was marketed in a different way. Is that weird? No, we the talk can, about that? can wrap you. Is that the can? The can made me think um, that you're not taking it serious, even though the beer's serious. I mean, it has a great balance. The carbonation, the carbonation is low, and everything is great. But it just it feels like the can looks like an energy drink for Mormons, where where I just that is <laughs> so incredibly true. Yeah. Like I, I just, I just want people to take their products. A little if bit you like more Red serious. Bull, then you'll like pizzazz. Yeah, I, I listen. I, like def- I would like to figure out, like anyone that's buying this beer is kind of a Dungeons and Dragons guy. Like I would love to figure out um, that they use mango instead of it being called Mango Punch, um, because that makes me not take you serious. Like in a marketing perspective. Because the beer's not bad. I think it's not a bad beer. I just think the way that it's bottled and the way that it's dealt with is is not. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, real. Listen, that's real feedback. We often feedback. when we we will pick beers out for the show. A lot of times, it's just what catches our eye on the shelf because that's not that dissimilar from how the how the the average consumer, the average beer drinker, is nah, picking I'm, out I'm their beers. I'm talking to you like a consumer. Yeah, and so that, that's that's very real feedback. And as I a can't chef, sell that to an East Coaster. Um, you know, when 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 the label's ripped off and it's matte and it has a little chrome yeah. finish, they spent a lot of money on this advertising, and I think whoever's doing the PR is wrong. And you know, as a chef, there's responsibility on you to make sure that the plate goes out looking exactly right. So shouldn't there be right. the same responsibility on exactly. the, the brewer? So, sure. So, so my sense. whole thing, I think the I think the actual beer is fantastic. And now that I know it's called the saltwater uh, German foot beer, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it's Goza, fine. Goza, yeah. which is so Asian. I feel like it comes with a dumpling like every time you say it. But I'm I'm not a fan of the marketing. But the beer itself is not bad. Yeah. It, you you don't drink mango, but you burp mango, which is a perfect French way of cooking. So it's, yeah, so they they've nailed it that way. Um, the, the drinking experience is yes. Let's is, move is on. True. All right. What do we got? Well, next in front of us is the out of bounds, boundless barrel aged brewing Why company. Do people name shit like this. All right. So go well, ahead. this is their big stout. I think you're gonna like this, Carl. You think so? Yeah. Urban Barrel Age Stout. These guys are out of uh, Rockland, California, I believe. Where is that? Uh, outside of Sacramento. Yeah, northeast of Sacramento. And they write on each bottle, like Big Stout, like that? I, yeah, they must. It's like they do, because this has been barrel aged. It's been 10 months in the uh, 12% ABV. All right, so finish, finish, your, finish your bourbon right there. Finish your bourbon right there, so we'll, we'll, 
we'll pour this into that glass because drinking it out of the bottle versus drinking out of the glass is not the same experience at all. You're miss you're missing so much of what I'm getting lectured now. Uh, what this beer has to offer, right? Because you you got nothing with your nose when you set when you drank it through that <laughs> bottle, right? Now you can take a nut, right? Like yeah. just and then like your next sip will be. You know, Ben's favorite trick with people is to say, take a sip of this beer, but plug your nose while you do it. Now unplug your nose and take another sip and tell me what the difference is, right? So when you drink a beer like this out of the bottle, you're missing out on half of the, half of the accomplishment of this beer. This is a delicious beer. Yeah. This reminds me of like a KBS. Or- yep, yes. Very much so. Right? Heaven Hill bourbon yeah. barrels is what this was. This was aged this in for is, 10 months. Uh, I've never had Heaven Hill bourbon. It's nice. I have because Good. I'm wealthy and I fly private, but you'll get there. <laughs> You're still in boarding group four. <laughs> this this is going to be a beer that if you this is a great beer. It, the long, I don't I don't know I don't know what this beer is all about or how someone wrote Big Shot in every. I mean they must not make any money, but this is an incredible. This is KBS level, and KBS to me is that's yep. the that's the crim crim KBS is crim. A, a KBS and yeah and, Kentucky Breakfast Out, and then also the. Uh, the CBS, Goose that they Island, make, yeah. KCBS, the, the, the you know Goose Islands, Bourbon I County, mean, anything is awesome. from Founders. I, I think Founders is one of the best breweries in the country. Yeah, I really do. I think they're the East Coast Russian River, like as far as getting like those big, big, big beers out. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, this um, has got nice. This has got a really, really, really. I mean, obviously, the this colors, is probably super dark. one of the best stouts I've ever had in my life. I, I agree. There's. I got the, gra- it. the grain bill is there. There's chocolate. There's bourbon. There's tobacco. There's all, all of this stuff. But they're all on cue. They're not. They're not. No one's waving their hands like reporters. You know what I mean? Like no, just, no, no. That's a good point. It's they're all about. Ba- it's this is ba- very the, and balancing is this is uh, this is a this is a founder style. This is probably better than most founders I've had. It's unbelievable. I, I've never had this boundless out of bounds brewing company. They've done a good job. That that is fuck. I would buy. Two cases of that. If I wasn't well, such and it just it, you know twelve percent. It doesn't have any any of the booze burn, but it's got so much None. good aromatics out of it. Because normally, with you, when you have a, a, a something that lays down in barrel aging, it's been laid down for ten months. You know, you know, a lot of times you get a little bit of a sting, right? You know, just like drinking a shot, you get. It turns you, into, it has that little brandy cognac-y thing that yeah. happens at the tail end, the the the, the pigtail. And as of, this as this exactly as this warms up. A lot of the nose opens up, and it takes some time with beers this big, often for the for the booziness to sort of be overwhelmed by all of the aromas of it as it warms up. This didn't have that at all. Not at this all. from the delicious. jump was perfect. And Off the jump, that's delicious. And it's got a really good amount of like toasted, roasted like cocoa nib, little bit of bitterness with chocolate, but it's got nice. Like not in a chocolate. I get raisin. I mean, it's yeah. that, that deep. Raisin that I have a, a little raisin, like yeah, that, that, that dried, d- dried dark fruit. Right? Absolutely. This, yeah, this to me, this is a Thanksgiving beer. When I say that, tastes I mean, like figs. I mean, I this is a special occasion. That's a great beer. What yeah. does that cost? Uh, that's that's probably you know like a fifteen dollar, fifteen bucks at least. So that, it's at worth least. it. It's, yeah. that oh, is, it's totally worth it. It's called Out of Bounds. Dude, that shit was dope. It was good. Yeah. It was really good. And that was a gift from... It was a gift from our triglyceride correspondent, Kevin Brink. All right. Kevin. Uh, Kevin did a great job with this one. You did. And, and, the, and the fact that nowhere... Kevin knows about these beers is, is 100% the reason why his wife cheats on him. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up, but I'm just... I'm just trying to get more people on the single squad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Kevin, it's all right. She's texting her friend. <laughs> She's texting. Her friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a brother. Right. Yeah, PTA. Wow, this boundless is incredible. That is literally one of the best beers I've ever had in my life. Yeah, that's really good. And this is a beer that I like. Yeah, this is. This it's. I mean, like yeah, CBS is my favorite beer. I'm almost like. Taken aback, I just there's I'm just I'm still because I'm still tasting the beer and I'm still like it's still hovering on my palate. It's still going through everything and I can still taste everything. It's delicious and it just sits there, just just like a good, you know, like a really good bite of a, of a 
you know, perfectly cooked anything, any good meal, right? It sits there and you just you it's, sit there and enjoy it. Well. The balance, it's all about balance, right? Yeah. I was sitting with with um, I did an interview with Shay McMahon, like uh, Ed McMahon. I'm um, not Ed McMahon. <laughs> Vince McMahon. Vic McMahon's son. He said something unbelievable. It broke me in half when he said. We were talking about The Rock when The Rock was like, you know, was coming up and mm-hmm. he would do these like, you know, these speeches like on the, in the ring. And they started at 10 minutes and then they, they went to 15 minutes and 20 minutes and 30 minutes. And, and Shane looked at me and he says, Carl, it doesn't matter what you do or what you say. If it's good, people will listen. And that's what this beer is. Like, it doesn't matter. If it's good, it's good. It'll it'll right. make it. It'll make it through. It'll push yeah. through. Right, exactly. And this that's this beer is exactly that. Like this is a great this is a great California beer. The more that I East Coast guys, man, they can't just let it be like a great beer. They just nope. they gotta make got sure it. that you know it's a great California beer. Yeah. I mean, you know, just point out the California thing. It makes me laugh. No, it's a California beer it because is. no one on the East Coast is trying to make great beer, right? Like people on the East Coast, we we get we, we look for you guys for creativity, right? Because what we do is we get stifled on volume, right? Like, right. we still have that blue-collar idea right. about beer. Right. Where the West Coast is like, you guys treat beer as wine. You guys treat beer as brandy or as But our blue-collar guys money. drink, you know, they'll drink the $7, $8 IPAs. Yeah, we you know, don't. Yeah. We don't. We're, just, we're still on High Lives. <laughs> High lives, fist fights, and getting locked up for domestics for a week and a half. You know what I mean? What was the name is, of our album? <laughs> we're gonna, that's gonna be the name of our next album. Catching a domestic. Our, our mixtape. <laughs> mix High lives, fist fights, get locked up for domestics. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what I'm saying is the West Coast sets the tone for beer, right? It, it does. Yeah. And this is. This is nowhere on the East Coast. The longer I just let this sit on my palate, the more it's I just get chocolate and beer. caramel in this yeah. as well. I'm not getting the caramel, but I definitely get chocolate. Like it's just I get I get everything, but what I get is this preserved fruit. Like almost like um, I get currants. Yeah. I get dried the, fruits. The dates. I get apricot, date. Like the I date. get all that. Yeah. I get all that. It grows. It grows in your burp. This one, like when you burp it, like then, then it becomes a fig, then it becomes yeah. a grape. Yeah. So it works in reverse, and that's what you want in a beer. I mean, of that type. Are you yawning, you fat? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he did. I'm going back in for a little bit more of this. I love this beer. Yeah, this I really good. do. I really, I really, really do. Um, I didn't want to uh, because of the fake signature. <laughs> And the fake 10 months and whatever, like, obviously, that's a... Is it a font? It's a font. But fuck, man. These guys make... It's called Out of Bounds, right? Yeah. Rockland, California. Where is that? It's, like, northeast of Sacramento. Are there bitches there? Yeah. Soccer moms. A lot of soccer moms. You know how good I am with them? I'm literally... That's your demo. The Antonio Banderas of soccer moms. (laughs) But let me tell you something. I'm going to... Can I buy this before I leave? Um, we can figure out how to get how, how to get some to. I'm sure we could, we could... I could go anywhere. I have unlimited funds. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally... I'm a CBS, KBS guy. Yeah. This, like the oatmeal stout and all that mm-hmm. shit. This is probably better. Wow. Wow, that's big. Because that's, that's, I mean, that's a, uh, that's iconic beer. Yeah. KCBS is a, I mean, people look forward to it. I mean, I have cases of it. I'd rather have cases of this. Wow. Bringing endorsements. Am I wrong? No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. You are on point. Out of Bounds Brewing Company, you have made your mark. Yeah. I am, I am, that beer is so good, it's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, I'm done talking about it. It's the yawning. What do we got next? Man, I can't get that, that open with my opener. Wait, no, yeah. you gotta get, you gotta, Black you gotta knife that God. one. See, this one makes me hate California beer. Like the fucking labels are so. It's so tight. much. That's a good goddamn beer, bro. Yeah, Ben, 
Let me tell you something. No bullshit. It's fucking good. That that first dry chocolate note that you get off of this beer crushes KBS. And well, and it's because like, KBS is, still has a little bit of that. Like, like it said, has that boozy. tang, right? That boozy tang. This has nothing. I don't know. I don't know what they did differently because it's what they do. ABV is this is, is probably one of the best beers I ever have. This in my is, life. I think, higher. That KCBS usually hovers around the same, like 11, 12 percent, eleven point seven, I think. Yeah. So this is. I mean, this is. You know, you're, you're splitting atoms at that point when you go from eleven seven to twelve, but it just has such a good approach to it. Who are these guys? They're gonna take over the world. Apparently, I'd love to try what their other beers are like if they put that much effort into this. Let's see what else they're doing. This is one of the best beers I ever had in my life. What's this one? This is Black Butte. I don't. It's, I feel like it's gonna be anything else beyond yeah, that was a disappointment. That that should have been the last beer we did. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that. That's got that booze, the it's burn. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. So I'm gonna show you guys how we do bourbon. So you take this. So when, when you taste too many things, like food or, or wine or anything, take your finger, one beer. So you're rubbing it, finger in the finger in the beer, rub it in your hands. Oh, did I say okay, you're opening it up right there? So He's doing the Mr. Miyagi hand rub. And consequently, he's going to help. He's going to help out Brad's knee. It's so clean. So, so basically, what we just watched Carl do is he put his fingers in the, in the beer that I just poured him and then rubbed it on his hands and then rubbed his hands together until he got it to evaporate, essentially. And then what are you accomplishing by doing that, Carl? It, it breaks down all the ingredients and you can taste them mm. in, your nose. in your nose. Yeah. So you do that, and then you kind of give it like a little wipe, and then you do it so again. With I the other learned second that thing. from the bourbon guys in Kentucky. They said when you used to meet moonshiners back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. whatever, you would know what grain and proof. You would, they would pour a little bit on their hands, and they would rub them and smell them, and they would know the composition. It's amazing. It's amazing. I learned that from the old moonshiners in Kentucky. So when I get confused, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, hold on. Let me readjust. And I can smell the impurities. And this fucking beer, Boundless, whatever the fuck this place is. Out of Bounds Brewing. It smelled like baby diapers. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this Black Butte already out the gate is not bringing it with the, with it's the aroma. Not. Yeah, the aroma's off, and the uh, it's got a it's got a booze bite to it already. That's just already in the nose, it. just in the nose. I mean, we yeah. tasted it yet. But even in the follow up, in the in the taste, it it has that bite that's just not. It's I mean, it's balanced. fine. I want to buy as it's much not as balanced. they make. I will buy as much as they make. It's yeah, it's that good. What a what a I mean, it you, stopped me dead in my tracks. I mean, for me to even bring up. Founders, well, think of, think about this though. You know, we who stick, are we, my friends? Hey, founders. What's up, guys? <laughs> founders, but maybe you should buy these guys. Just to <laughs> yeah, be founders, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, up. thanks for my trip to Michigan. But well, what I'm saying is, I tell it like it is. Yeah. This is better. It's uh, better. This Black Butte. Yeah, man. It's It's got too much of the, it's got too much. It's the booze. booze. It hasn't laid down enough. It needs to rest a little bit more. It's just not. Whoever's running this disjointed. fucking. Uh, Boundless place, out of bounds place. Yeah, is so intense. This it, poor fucking black dude just didn't stand a chance, man. We shouldn't have tried. We should have tried no. this one first. You know what I mean? Like, like we're not even. And I, I'm not saying that like it deserves a better chance. I'm just saying that, like, you know, just from the nose right out the gate, there's a booze burn in it that we didn't get the other way around. Oh, you're dealing with a legend, right? It's like yeah. this is like meaning like. I'm not gonna say any heavyweight, but it's like. Like Sugar Ray, right? This is like a Sugar Ray. Like it's it's just clean, it's tight. Like when you, whenever you get one of these chocolate beers, and I call them chocolate beers, right? Yeah, because it just a lot of chocolate in it. Um, 
this is probably the best chocolate beer I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It's that easy. Yeah. They've got an awesome website, just so you know. That's this like Boundless is probably one of the best chocolate beers I ever had in my life, and and um, I have a pretty good palate. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? And I don't make any excuses for anyone. And I try to sniff this. This Black Butte, it's cute. I mean, it's it's fun. But it's like a goat trying to fucking fuck a ram. Like this is <laughs> this is. Uh, it's a technical term, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but. Uh, I'm a KB. I'm a West. I'm an East Coast guy. So I'm, sure. I, I I hate West Coast beer. You know. Well, that. then yeah. You all their beers they have are you. They they've got one you might like, which is a light lager. I don't care about whatever beer they have. I'm saying this, this one. This one. Like, yeah. Like that I but would the, never. My, my like, point is that I'm it, never. I'm never a brewery guy. But I, that's I, like I loving. That's like loving the Cubs. No, no, I understand, but <laughs> what? to your yeah, no, loving like, a team I based love, on like, one player. Like Chicago, like, I love, I love the White Sox and the Cubs. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Yeah. But it's, it's the, you know, the point is, is that if they put this much effort into one of their beers, I would expect them to do well, that to most of their but, beers. Well, I, I think this might be a fluke because it's that good. And most things that are, most things that are this good are a fluke, like mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, <laughs> mayonnaise and ketchup Graham and space travel. Slam, <laughs> Graham Cracker Nitro Stout, 5% IBU. Or ABV, rather. Seasonal Nitro Tap on Nitro. They've got a lot of good beer. It looks like they're fucking beer lined up. Let's make a we trip might need to Rockland. We may need to make a drive out there. They got one, one in Folsom and one now? in Rockland. Right now? I got Fuck fucking, it. I got like $1,300 you know, Uber credits. You get work tomorrow, don't you? It doesn't matter. It's food hour. <laughs> Discovery Channel. Yeah. Discovery Channel. Disco. That Disco. is, this is That's literally. Good. It's good. Lights out. Out of Bounds Brewing Company, Rockland, California. Your boundless barrel-aged big stout. Just uh, rocked take, our world there, guys. Nice take job. Take it home. Rock nice my job. world crushes my fucking shitty CBS and KBS shit that I got in my fucking house. <laughs> I'm sorry, Founders. I know you're my sponsor. Are you? St- <laughs> is it in the fridge? Is it still in the cabin? The Cuban cabin? I have a case of both. In the cabin? I'd rather have a case of this. Wow. Am I wrong? Well, what else no? to say? Am yeah. I wrong? That's it. Not, no, you are not wrong. That's music. We're fading out right now. Let's do that in post. This is it. Thank you, Carl, Ben, and Brad. I wish I could sip along, but no drinking on a job. Your call's at 888-505-OPIE. Coming up. Hi, Quip. How are you? I love my Quip toothbrush, Mikey. You want to help me out with the live reads today, Mikey? Because I see you over there with a microphone in front of your face. Of course. I love Quip. Who doesn't love Quip? I stuck my Quip toothbrush to my uh, mirror because I'm so proud of what it looks like. This thing is so awesome. It's so sleek. I love it. And what people don't know is that I got a Quip toothbrush before they started advertising on the OP Radio podcast. How about that? That's why they jumped on. You were saying how much you loved Quip. Yeah, Quip is awesome. And uh, you don't have to, it takes like one little battery to charge it. And then uh, you just replace the batteries and you're good to go. You don't have to plug it into a wall and all that crap. Uh, the design is amazing. The, uh, the timing thing is great. I'm actually brushing my teeth way longer. I, I realized I was not brushing my teeth long enough. My God, I'm lucky that I still have all my teeth. But with Quip, every 30 seconds, it like pulses, and that means you got to move to another side of your mouth, and it's two minutes, and you don't mind doing it for the two minutes, and uh, it's beautiful. Simple as that. Uh, what else can I tell? Oh, I know what else I could say about Quip. They replace the bristles. They replaced the bristles with your old electric toothbrush. You used that until it, it was worn down to nothing, right? Not with Quip. They know. I think it's like every three months they send another bristle in the mail, and then you pop that baby on, you got a brand-new toothbrush. Hey, they thought of everything. And I think a lot of dentists love Quip. 20,000 dental professionals. My God, can we list all 20,000 dental professionals on my podcast, please? I don't care how many dentists. I know there's a lot of them. I, I know. Actually, my dentist, I went in for a cleaning recently. 
And he was trying to hand me a toothbrush. I go, ah, ah, I got my quip. I don't need your free toothbrushes anymore. How about them apples? Huh? And he also knew about quip, by the way. But he's, he's, not, he's not doing that well where he could just hand out a quip to every person that goes into his office. But he knows about the quip. And he says, yeah, you're doing good. So there you go. Quip starts at just $25. And if you go to getquip.com slash Opie right now, you get your first refill pack for free with the Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Opie. That's getquip.com slash Opie. That's getquip.com slash Opie. Opie Radio. Hey, boys, Creamy Butters from Plymouth, Massachusetts. You talk about what was your favorite beer. I'd have to say my favorite beer, 22 years old. I just joined the Plymouth Elks Club. Uh, you could get a 32-ounce uh, pitcher of Budweiser beer. You throw them a $5 bill. It's like a buck fifty for the beer. Nice. You give the bartender a buck, and then you fill the rest of the poker machine and hope you get you know whiskey money for later. <laughs> Keep in mind, at 22 years old, I'd only been a beer drinker for about eight years at that point. So sitting down and talking to a bunch of... Uh, veterans and firefighters and all the guys that went to the Elks was really cool. Heard some some really cool fucking stories. But anyways, I'm hoping to get the get parts one day and get the real ass beer. Later, boys. Come on. Hi guys, it's uh, Jeremy Matheson calling from Hawks uh, New Brunswick. Uh, Jeremy E3NB and Hawks on Vacation on Twitter. I just had to say I've been following Damian Story for a long time since his first book, uh, Life After Death. I thought this was the absolute best episode, the best podcast I've, I've, I've heard, like, honest to God, it was, it was fantastic, absolutely fantastic, the, the, with, with Vic and Damien and, and Opie, it was just, it was just so, so well done, I just have to commend you guys, and uh, I, I can't say enough, um, I hope, Opie, you're having a good time in, uh, in Disney, Joey, doing a fantastic job, brother, Thank uh, you. absolutely fantastic job, um, it was absolutely excellent hearing Vic today as well, so, not trying to blow smoke up anyone's ass, it just it really brightened my day, after some horrendous shit it just really brightened my day so thank you guys i really appreciate you guys and i think you did a fucking tremendous job thank you take care fellas and uh and all the best op it's uh mark from northeast philly again buddy uh, i just wanted to call i had to call right now i'm halfway through the damien episode and what the fuck like, holy shit that this can actually happen in our country i know right i mean this is this is just the definition of insanity. You are putting innocent people in prison, sentencing them to death, and then the only way you can get out, you know, is by saying you did a crime you didn't commit. I mean, just the hypocrisy is just, you know, laughable. I am a retired sergeant investigator in Philadelphia, and one of the things I made sure I never did when I arrested somebody is putting the wrong person in jail. I just always thought the karma of doing that would always bite you in the ass. And the fact that these guys, now I haven't gotten through the whole episode yet because I had to call right now, but the fact that they weren't able to sue and that that scumbag's main concern was to make sure they didn't lose $60 million, which they are rightfully do. And I, I hope there's a GoFundMe page I can donate a couple bucks to because what the fuck? It's just disgusting that this can happen. Amen. Uh, Joey, just want to respond to your uh, text the other day about uh, the midterms. All I got to say is Florida needs to either, you know, become another country on their own or get their act together because whatever the hell is happening down there is absolutely the most ridiculous thing in the world. Finding 90,000 extra ballots to, to count, uh, you know, days later afterwards. All I got to say is I know we don't agree on the political side. You're on one arm or the other, and I don't care. But if a Republican uh, senator did that and said, oh, I lost, wait, here's another 90000 this should help out, yeah, right. The entire world would go crazy. It is crazy. So other than that, guys, I love the show. It was awesome to hear Vic Henley on here. Um, the Bill Burr was uh, amazing as well. And you guys are killing it, man. There's nothing much more I could say. I uh, love you guys. Talk to you soon. Great calls, and we appreciate it. Thanks for the beer story, Creamy Butters. And Jeremy, thanks for calling in about the Damien Eccles story. If you haven't heard that podcast yet, go back to episode 56. It's well worth your time. And it's free for fuck's sake. Well, they're all free. And Mark from Philly, or should I say thank you for your service, Sergeant Mark 
we're not on opposite ends here. I, I voted Republican in my life as well as Democrat. I grew up on welfare with a single mom in Brooklyn. I'm a musician, so yeah, I probably lean more to the left, but I'm no socialist. And no question, Florida has to get their act together for more reasons than just political. And I have two best friends I grew up with who were both retired cops now, and they served during the late 80s into the 90s and the 2000s as cops in Brooklyn and Baltimore. Rough times, just like Philadelphia, I'm sure. Thank you. Once again, Mark, thank you. You might be a good guy to bring on the show and tell us some more stories. I'm sure you have a lot of them. The Westwood One Podcast Network. The Jim Ross Report. So let's all keep our eye on Drew McIntyre and how he's booked between now and WrestleMania. He'll either be a WWE champion or Drew McIntyre will be the Universal Champion. And by God, the time that we all go to bed after WrestleMania, he'll be one of those two champs. No doubt in my mind. The Jim Ross Report. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network. Hey, if you haven't taken our podcast survey, then don't blame me if you start hearing three-minute ads you want nothing to do with. Go to the link in the description and take five minutes so we can get a better feel for what you're looking for when it comes to our fine sponsors like Purple Mattress and Quip or Talkspace. And don't forget to check out Ben's podcast and his Twitter at Sports Meets Beer. That's M-E-A-T-S, like the meat you eat. And now let's do some followbacks. At Slade Heathcott. Ken Mosca at Ace Grid. Ken says, Joey, I should call sometime. Enjoying very much every aspect of the show. I've listened to Opie for years and so glad he's with you guys. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Ken. At Dick C-O-X-E. He wants to come for one of those uh, cool Gebhardt podcasts. We may want to line one up for the holidays, Greg. Let's get with Tim Sabian. At John2733. His name is Bradley. Bradley's loving the one-on-ones. At Holman underscore Mike, H-O-L-M-A-N. At Jeff underscore Condon. He goes way back to W-N-E-W. That's C-O-N-D-O-N. That was a tight mix. Come on, admit it. How about we go to our call line at 888-505-OB. What's up? My name's Brian Kalucki, Newark, New Jersey. Just want to say, love the show. I'm that guy that taps out after like two, three episodes of a new TV show. Just can't get into it, man. You guys are, you're like 50 in and I'm not tapping out. I've been around since the old yellow and orange wow stickers. I'm here to stay, brothers. Keep it going. Great freaking job. Twitter, no effects for us. That's me. Nice. I like that call. Hey, this is Dana from Boston. Just want to tell you guys, uh, the show is awesome. I've uh, been listening to you guys since you were over here in Boston on the radio. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Later, boys. Hey, Ope. Uh, Pat from the Bronx here. Pat from the Bronx in, uh, on Twitter. Uh, big fan. Been a big fan for a long time. Uh, podcast is killing it. Look forward to every week. Uh, in addition, I'm a, uh, a hard cider and whiskey salesman. And we have a place, our uh, cidery and distilleries up in Orange County. Despite the fact that you guys hate apple picking, as was <laughs> evidence in the other show, uh, um, apple picking season's over, so we're just doing samplings. We'd love to have you guys up to the show up there. Let me know. Uh, Pat in the Bronx on Twitter. Have a great day. Keep the, keep up the good work. Pat in the Bronx, you just proved my point. You never know who's listening. Now we almost made a, a guy who can give you free whiskey, Carl. We made him mad by saying apple picking sucks. Might be a good place to do a podcast. Why not? We do it in the middle of Times Square. We could do it there. Opie, I've been a fan since I remember you screaming, take the wig. I remember where I was. I'm still with you, with you to the end, man. The show's great. And <clears throat> my name's Kevin. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Hey, this is Chris. Hey. I want to hear about how that fatty boy, fat boy, Carl, how he lost the weight. He doesn't seem to be eating any differently or drinking any differently. Also, what about a full, like, soup to nuts on Carl um, from when he was, you know, uh, brought into this world to uh, now, how he got where he's going? I know we have this a bunch is your of life, clips Carl. and uh, thoughts on him. I don't remember what I was saying. <laughs> Just I've heard bits and pieces. Yeah. I just want to hear like an interview 
All right. All right. Well, maybe we can do that. A, a one-on-one with Carl Ruiz, Greg. Remember that last name. Hey, Opie and Carl. My name is Tina. I'm calling from Vernon, Connecticut. I love your podcast. I listened to you on XM um, last year until they let you go, but I'm loving the podcast. I listen to my car and at work, and um, you guys make me laugh. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Tina. That's really sweet. Thanks for the message. Hi, Opie and Carl. It's Tina from Vernon, Connecticut. Um, I'm just calling to say that I'm really enjoying the show. And I listen to you guys at work and in my car. I just called and left a message, but I forgot to mention that um, I also saw the Leonard Skinner um, documentary. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Um, You guys cracked me up. And keep up the great work. Love the show. Bye. Okay, Tina. Thank you for calling again. We appreciate your support and your thoroughness. Next up. Opie. Sean Rossler, host creator of the Course Grind podcast, hailing from Bloomsburg, Pennsylvania. Long time, long time. I uh, just want to let you know that I love the new show. Uh, I think it's phenomenal. I actually just had Nick Solaris on my show, and I'm just calling to wonder, uh, when am I going to get the invite? When am I going to get the call up to be on your show? So, uh, yeah, definitely give me a call because, uh, you know, my calendar's kind of open. I don't have a lot of listeners. I'm desperate. Please call. <laughs> please. Please. All right. Well, Greg heard it, so maybe he will give you a call. We'll have to do a little background on you first, of course. Follow us. Do you follow us? Hey there. This is Jeremy. I'm from California. I've been listening to you, Opie, for many years. Love the programming you do. Continue to be a fan through all these years. Nice. And I will still remain one. Thank you. Love the show. Love the direction you're going. You're doing good things. And I am grateful to be a part of this community. Thanks again. Have a great day. Right on, Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah, it's a community. That's what we're establishing here. And I like the word that you use there, programming. That's exactly what we're doing. Wrap it up. I take it. Wrap it up. I take it. Remember to give us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment. Share this episode with a friend, especially if they love the Cuban. Go to opiradio.com and pick something up for the holidays. Again, we want to thank you for listening to and supporting OP Radio on the Westwood One Podcast Network. The Westwood One Podcast Network. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. This week on Westwood One's Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon, it is the return of Canadian guitarist Al Danova. He talks about his new album 2.0, working with Bon Jovi, and we have Tesla guitarist Frank Hannon. Do check it out. Rock Talk with Mitch LaFon. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>